0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: Today on Support for This Podcast, I kid you not, he gives off light.
2: And I'm not saying that to be poetic. He shines. Lights come out of him, and
1: parts of me were healed. Ever wonder what John Ham eats for breakfast? Dr. Miriam Lacroix doesn't have to, she knows John Ham. We'll hear all about their meat cute and how she combines exercise with social activism. It's weird, like instead of using our own body weight, we'll, we'll use like like vegetation
2: or, or something something real. Join us, won't you?
1: I'm Emily, Amy, Lauren, Becca, and this is support for this podcast.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my uh, pleasure. We are Thank you. thrilled to have you. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here. When and how did you meet John Hamm?
2: Oh, my gosh. What a day. Um, well, I was on the Crosstown bus. And normally I just, I walk across the park. I live on the west side of Manhattan, mm-hmm. New York City. Of course. Um, not that I'm snobby about it, but you know, it's a great yeah. place to live, a lot of culture. Um, Absolutely. For now. For now, right. That's true. Um, so I was taking the bus, the 81st Street, Crosstown bus, mm-hmm. to
1: mm-hmm. this
2: class I like to take.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: normally I take class on the west side, but there was a teacher that I just... You know some of those teachers that just have that voice? Yes. Or they'll do that thing where they say, like, 10 reps left, and then they start talking to someone, giving them corrections, and you're Mm -hmm. thinking, do you remember what number you're on? Yeah. So that teacher was teaching, so I said, I'm not taking her class. I'm Mm -hmm. going to go take the class on the east side. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like part workout, part, like, social responsibility. Um, It's weird, like, instead of using our own body weight, we'll, we'll use, like, Like vegetation, or or something something real, you know what I mean. So it's a way of like connecting. So you're lifting eggplants, for example, right? So then, and it's stuff that we've harvested, and then we
1: Mm.
2: cook it, and afterwards, and it's a really nice kind of instead of um, religion. Now, when
1: and how did you meet John Ham?
2: That placed me at the scene of the crime, as it were, on the crosstown. (laughs) What a crime! (laughs) I know. Oh, please. Arrest me. Arrest me. So um, we're stuck for a long time at the corner of Central Park West and 81st Street. And there's like this huge hoopla. And it looks like they're shooting something, you know, a Uh a television show. So, of course, me and all the 80-year-olds are like, what are they shooting? It's so exciting. You know, that's one of the perks of living where we get to live. You know, we get to see... Yeah, the, the art really no become offense the to, art.
1: You know, Cleveland or some subpar city like that.
2: No, no, right. And subpar isn't exactly the term I would use. I would just say like. Have you been? Uh, no. Well. Yeah. I see this guy like making a big to do at the at the food station, and I'm staring out the window. My seat partner, Maureen, turns mm. out her name is, is looking out the window too. And lo and behold, it's John Hamm, <laughs> and this point now there's just like this sort of um, foggy sheen between us and him and it's becoming all the more romantic and Mm. and quizzical and chimerical if you will like who is that guy who is as it happens just sort of having like this temper tantrum and so I thought I don't know what kind of person he is I don't know if he's maybe the kind of you know has to stay in character Mm. um, which in my very small experience um, doing sort of um, community theater. Uh, growing up, it was really—I mean, I—I I would understand if he wanted to stay in character because that was—that's what I was taught to do. Yes, by my mentors yes. when we did um, Annie.
1: Were you uh, Miss Hannigan?
2: No. Oh, but thank you so much for thinking yes. that I was. No, I was Pepper actually. Oh, great. Which was—it's. Was quite a challenge, actually, for a
1: um, a girl of
2: fifteen, you know, to pull that off. Actually,
1: right. Is um, Pepper is um is the the man that she goes to live with?
2: No, um, I believe that's Daddy Warbucks. And then the next thing I know, the doors open, and onto the bus walks Don Draper.
1: What a thrill!
2: You live for that. Mm. You spend your whole life preparing. Mm. You know, wondering mm. what you're gonna do. So he sits down and he starts stomping his feet and, and talking to himself. And he's saying something about, like, eggs or, or mushrooms or peppers and omelets. And it turns out they didn't have the ingredients for the omelet he wanted. Oh. Yeah. Um, so he quit. He quit. He was working on a film. And he, that, at that moment, apparently, he just said, it's too much. And he quit.
1: Did he sit towards the front or the back of the bus?
2: He sat right by the front, Oh, right by the front. Mm. I know, it's odd. You would think he would, he would want to sort of mingle in the back and hide. Mm. And, um, but I think he was really agitated and looking to maybe jump off while the bus was moving. <gasps> I, I, it seemed like that. But wow. then once we sort of started interacting, mm. I think he calmed down a mm. bit. Yeah.
1: Lucky there, there weren't elderly people um, taking those seats in the front.
2: No, there were, there oh. were. He asked them to please give up their seats, and they did. They were incredible. People think New Yorkers are so rude, mm. but we are the most generous. And so there was a man in a wheelchair who unstrapped himself and was rolling.
1: Okay, so he's. So this is what a wild story. Wild. There's a man rolling. Yeah. John Ham's in the front. Did you approach him?
2: Uh, well, so he took the man's seat, and I was sitting right next to him. Mm. Um, and so it course- was a
1: three seater. No, Maureen? it was like you? well, Maureen
2: and I were facing front, uh-huh. and then he was sitting on the side, oh. in one of those seats that are reserved for elderly or disabled. Yes, yes. And so I was on the on the window, mm. and so I was right next to him. He was on that furthest wow. elderly disabled seat. Mm. So that no, uh, as I had predicted, or 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 sort of uh, secreted. Mm. He asked me what I was listening to. On my iPod. Amazing. Yes, and I just, you know, at first I was like, should I make something up? Should mm. I should I say I'm listening to I don't know classical music mm. or hip hop or because to look at me, I mean, I I look sort of very mild-mannered and I wanted to impress him. Sure. You know, and I wondered what would he listen to. But he beat me to it mm. and he saw um that I was listening to around here, Mm. and he said that's his favorite song.
1: My heart just skipped a beat. I can't even imagine how you were feeling. Support for Support for this podcast is brought to you by Tough Choices Travel Consultants. As everyone knows, planning a vacation is hard. Even harder, deciding where to go in the first place. You make tough choices all day, every day in your life. So leave the hard vacation planning to Tough Choices Travel Consultants. Tough Choices Travel Consultants takes the headache out of your travel plans because they've already narrowed it down to the only two locations you should ever be caught dead traveling to right now, Tulum and Iceland. You'll work one-on-one with one of our esteemed consultants who have only ever been to Tulum and or Iceland. Our experts are happy to help you decide which location is the better fit for you and your needs. Ultimately, the conclusion they'll help you get to, both. You must get to both Tulum and Iceland as soon as possible and document it on Instagram. We can guarantee you'll only have a so-so time, but feel great that you did it because everyone will know you're on top of the latest millennial travel trends. Actually, you're just on the cusp. In fact, you may even be too late for Tulum. Sorry. Tough Choices Travel Consultants, your one-stop shop for the only two stops. Enter code WHEELSUP for 15% off when you book both trips at once. In that moment, you're seeing John Hamm mm-hmm. on the bus, mm-hmm. and do you do you realize in the moment that he is the most attractive person you've ever met or will meet? Or did did it did you have to take a second and say wow wow wow?
2: I kid you not, he gives off light. I'm mm. I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm not saying that to be poetic. He shines, lights come out of him, and parts of me were healed. Mm. Yeah, I I've like I've a modern some, shaman. Yeah. Which is actually Shamham. Um, that's a great.
1: Do you, did you do you get the impression that he feels limited by his beauty? Oh my God,
2: that's what I got from from the experience. How I long f- was he on the bus with you? Oh, about um, well until we got across to the museum. So across the entire park. Mm. Yeah. So that's maybe twenty minutes. Even? Uh, well, probably twelve actually. Okay,
1: but that's I that's mean twelve wonderful. minutes is. Twelve minutes more than I've ever had with no,
2: I, it, with that man. I yeah and and right it it they were profound
1: minutes yes um now what does he smell like I think our listeners would love yeah. to know that yeah um, juicy fruit oh yeah
2: I just got in and I was like you know just, yeah and juicy fruit is what? there any better smell no yeah
1: what do, can you share with us do you think. Was he super excited when he got, when he booked Mad Men? This was before he was a
2: star, remember?
1: Right. If you, know? if you can even imagine such a time. I don't want to go back there.
2: I, who does? I think that he probably felt like, how am I? How am I going to live up to this? You know, mm. this is, we're going to have to see a whole arc. We're going to have to see me with the dog tags. We're going to have to see me with bets. Me with, um, I can't remember any of the other women. But, but do you think he thought it was funny how high waisted the pants were? Well, I, th- I think he thought it was funny because I, th- because he's got a great sense of humor. Because as once he calmed down on the bus, he was oh he was cracking wise the whole way across Central Park.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino dot com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> More than once, actually. Do
1: I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
0: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Now, it is pretty well known that um, John Hamm was an improv teacher at Ellie Kemper's High School in St. Louis. Mm. Do you think that he knew that she was going to be a big success? Ellie Kemper, um, for our listeners, is the star of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt.
2: I think he did. I think he probably uh, was a little too hard on her just because he knew she could be more than, than a pretty face. You know, mm. I
1: think he was exacting. I only know, going back to that Annie experience. She did say, I was in ninth grade, and he taught the improv section of my theater class, mm. and everyone loved him, mm. end quote.
2: I think it's interesting. I think there's a parallel. I think he probably sensed that in me, a kind of need to, to be a mentor, and I mm. think he probably did the same for her. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's helpful in the career you're in, which is?
2: Oh, I'm an OBGYN. Like,
1: oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's life, you know. Do you think he likes brunettes? No. Um, oh. I No. I, okay. Well, because I don't care because I'm married and I'm a brunette, but I just mm. figured I'd ask. No, I I suspect he doesn't. Let's move on. Okay. Now, this is sensitive, and maybe he wouldn't want you to discuss it, but Mm. I think it's pretty relevant given what we've been talking about already today, and I think our listeners would find it really important. How does he feel about the hamaconda incident? You know, I think
2: he feels limited by it. I think, think, again, it's not fair to put him in this box, in this, again, a large box. Yes, well, a large or a, a snake tank or whatever you keep anacondas in but i i i I think he's more than that and Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to be seen as just that why should he be bound and beholden to societal norms that dictate that guys have to wear underwear or else we have to discuss the size of their phallus i think it's unfair
1: especially as someone um as a straight white incredibly handsome man Mm -hmm. in america Mm -hmm who has personified, um, you know, American masculinity, he must feel so put upon. So put upon. By society.
2: So put upon. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Like, can't I go to my CrossFit class? I'm being him right now. Mm. Without underwear and, and and not worry about everyone, you know, staring at me. Um, I just think he's more than that. Mm.
1: Did he... Do you know if he... Um, if he sought comfort from Christina Hendricks during that time? Because I know that sure. she has uh, had similar experiences with being objectified. Yes.
2: Well, I will say she was able to find solace in his, let's be honest, manly, beautiful arms. And um, right, mm. she, I think they, they, they spoke a lot about the size of her breasts and the size of his, you know, I don't want to say penis because it, I, I don't want to limit him to anatomical terms. Mm. I, I think in his case, it's probably more than that you know i i know light light comes off of his 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 head and his face and his hair i can only it's getting warm in here
1: (laughs) oh emma let's move on is that your name right emma no oh so you just had a baby and you can't wait to show the world but babies are super high maintenance and they don't dress themselves literally that's where rent the crawlway comes in Go online now to rentthecrawlway.com to find an immense array of designer baby wear meant for your special day. You've got tons of pictures to post of your baby on social media. The only thing worse than a dirty diaper or a botched episiotomy is a repeated onesie. How are your close friends and family going to tell the difference between week one and week three if your baby's in that same tired penguin hoodie? You and your baby don't have time for duplicate looks. Make your adult friends jealous when they see your baby wearing Givenchy and Yves Saint Laurent before they can even hold their head up or understand the idea of self. And cleanup couldn't be easier. A soiled outfit is no concern at Rent the Crawlway. Poop, pee, spit up, whatever else babies excrete, let them do what they want. They're your baby. Just send the outfit back in our free return bag where each piece will be baby dry cleaned by our designer baby clothing specialists. And don't forget to pick out your baby's next look at RentTheCrawlway.com. Unlimited packages start at just $575. Or try the first week free with discount code HUMANDOLL. Rent the Crawway. Your baby grows fast, but your Instagram feed is forever. Um, did he like working with Ben Affleck in the town? No. They hated
2: each other. Oh. I, and 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 I don't know the details about that.
1: and that that came up in those twelve minutes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is John Ham a foodie? I know you mentioned the omelette experience, but does that is is that indicative of the uh, the discerning nature of all of his food choices? Look, when your name is Ham, you're it's can way you slice it. Oh my
2: God. <laughs> you are, I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason. This is a calling. This is a stop, calling what you do. Stop it. It's 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 the same way I, I think about delivering life into the world. But um, Everyone yeah, has a, their
1: purpose. Everyone has their and purpose. And they're all equally important. I don't I don't agree with that. I'm just gonna ask you some rapid fire questions sure, here. Sure. What do you think uh, John Ham's favorite letter is? L. Absolutely L. For love or
2: I just know that it would be L.
1: Oh. What's his favorite girl group?
2: Well, the Spice Girls, obviously. Again, if we're bringing back the food theme.
1: Oh. Yeah. I would have thought he was more of a Danity Kane man. Oh, well, I don't know.
2: But remember, he's not, you know, he's not 22. <laughs> I'm not
1: either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Favorite color? Turquoise.
1: Favorite number? 17. Favorite day of the week? Wednesday. Favorite season? Fall. Now, here's a fun question. Mm-hmm. It's called Shag Mary Kill. Oh, I love that game. And it would be with you, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and our audio engineer, Ben, Michael, Sam, Matt, Mark. Oh. So. Who fine. would John Ham Shag Mary Kill? Oh.
2: Um, well, I think he would kill you. Only because uh, I think he, the intrusion into his privacy, I think is a little. Sure. Aggressive. Sure. You know,
1: I I would argue your complicity in that might make you number one on the list. It's great.
2: It's a great point. Except for the fact that we did share that that moment on the bus, and that is we can't unring that bell. You're right. You know, so I think I guess I guess he would marry me, hmm. and I think he would shag um, Ben, Mark, Michael,
1: Ben, Michael, Jimmy, Sam, Jason. Matt, Mark. So, having spent those precious twelve minutes mm-hmm. with uh, television mm-hmm. and films, John Hamm, mm-hmm. what do you think was the best piece of advice that he gave you? Oh well, wow. um, I'd say probably um, he told me to get
2: a new Metro Card. I think that really says it all about him. Like I think he's all about use that Metro Card, you mm-hmm. know, and whatever that means to you.
1: Sure, and especially for him as an actor, mm-hmm. um, to be willing to talk to a doctor who. Uh, wh- what is it you do? You bring life into the world. I mean, right, exactly. So for him to be able to talk to you is a real privilege and speaks to his humanity. Right. I mean, I don't think what I do is so unimportant,
2: but I I do think.
1: Yeah, but you you're not starring on Mad Men for six seasons. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how that many is true. Emmys have you won? That is true. I mean, I. I we could get in into the, the details.
2: No, no, that's a great point. I mean, we could get into the details of where I received my training. That's all the time tonight. we
1: have. Thank you so much for joining us.
2: I'm. I feel so grateful that I get the opportunity to go around the city and the country. Actually, I have a couple dates coming up to wow. speak about this. That's great. Well, thank yeah. you so much. My pleasure. Thank you.
1: To read Dr. Miriam Lacroix's most recent ZocDoc reviews, or to see clips from her 1991 performance as Pepper in the Yonkers Community Theatre production of Annie, go to our website at www.supportforthispodcast.com slash extras. I'm your host, Emily, Amy, Lauren, Becca. Thanks for listening. And as always, for supporting Support for This Podcast.